Launching an agency is easy, but navigating through client pitches, deliverables, and hiring staff that work in different countries, that takes a lot of dedication and work. We're excited to bring you this exclusive series featuring Reshift Media, a Toronto-based digital agency founded by Steve Boris and Kirk Allen, who took a simple idea and turned it into a global business with a roster of Fortune 1000 companies as their clients. Brands that you know, product and services that you use on a daily basis. Join me, Dave Ford, the Connected One, on a journey to celebrate Reshift Media the first 10 years. Along the way, we talk to some of their clients and partners who have worked with the Reshift Media team. Hey, it's your boy Dave for the Connected One. We are here to we are joined today by David Drucker, who is the president of UPS Store Canada. David, where in the world are we finding you today? Today, actually, I'm uh, just in my home office after finishing back-to-back Zoom meetings. So, uh, like everyone in the world, uh, we've learned to work in a different manner. But uh, still hard at work, still doing what I love, still uh, looking after our franchisees and all of our wonderful customers across Canada. Now you, if, if I if I understand correctly, you're uh, you're you you date back to 1992-93 within the franchise world. Can you elaborate yeah, so a little I, bit on that? I started um, in so well actually so just before that I was doing twelve volts. So I'm a car nut. So I used to do car audio. Car audio was really the home where cell phones started. You know, you'd right. get your Alpine radio and you'd get your matching green Alpine phone, and we'd yep. take a drill and drill through your car and put it all in. Um, I was the youngest guy in the shop, so I became the cell phone expert. And that's sort of how I got into franchising with cell phones. Um, I did that, uh, grew one store, three stores, five stores, eight stores, um, turned around uh, about a decade later, and the business had changed a lot. You could see what was going on in the U.S. It wasn't about relationships anymore. It was really purely about volume of of units sold. And I've always wanted and always been involved in a business where we can make a difference on relationship. I don't want to be fighting you for pennies. I want to give you the best, most personal service I possibly can. So I started getting out of the cell phone business. I walked into a UPS store in Florida, was completely wowed by the service that I got and thought, hey, I guess I'll make an application for a store. The application for a store turned into the license for the province of Quebec, which then uh, rolled into the license to operate for Canada. So it's been a great journey. And again, on the same fundamentals, you know, we say at the UPS Store Canada, we are a full service in a self-service world. We print, ship and more. We're actually Canada's largest network of print and copy centers on top of the obvious packing and shipping and other things that we do. Um, so it's, it's just a great business because they come in for the brand and then they come back because our franchisees created a good, reliable relationship with our clients across Canada. So it's, 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 it's everything I was looking for and more. What is it about the franchise business model that, that has pulled you back? So, so has kept you there so long and, and, you know, you seem to love about it. Franchising fundamentally is the concept of being in business for yourself, but not by yourself. So it's kind of like a team sport. Everyone's got a role to play. You know, I, when I was younger, I played hockey and, you know, not everyone can be a forward, not everyone's a defenseman, not everyone's a goalie, but everyone does a job. And when you do the job right, you, you get the cut, right? So franchising is a lot of the same thing. You've got operations, you've got marketing, you've got all kinds of people. It's still your business, but you've got a support staff, you've got a coach, you've got someone that tells you to skate harder or go into the corners more. And sometimes you listen and sometimes you don't, but at least you're not out there on the bleeding edge all by yourself. And certainly in the last couple of years, 
that depth of bench proved to be, you know, very significant as franchises fared uh, generally better than most independent businesses because there was an infrastructure to figure out how to react to everything that was going on. Now, as we talk about team and, you know, working together in support systems, how did you first come across the, the guys at Reshift Media, Steve and Kirk? Well, so, you know, again, it comes back to me, almost everything in life comes back to relationships. Um, Kirk, um, I've actually known through the various stages of my franchise careers, uh, from the time he was working for the Montreal Gazette to when he was working for Post Media, uh, to wow. when he decided to launch Reshift. I think we were, I think we were officially his first client. Um, mm -hmm. And it's because he knows the market, he knows media, but most importantly, he creates a relationship with all of his clients. Um, right. So I know him probably better than most because of the, the oh Christ, 30 years, but he, <laughs> he, he, you know, he knows everyone by name. He is a relationship person in a relationship world. And that to me is, is critical. That's what it's all about. And that's where they excel. They take the time to understand uh, our business, understand our franchisees. Uh, he's a client in our stores. Um, he participates in our university classes, helping the franchisees understand marketing fundamentals. Um, he, he's all in. I mean, it's, it's what you want. He's a great teammate is, is really the, the nicest way to put it. And Steve as well. Steve, uh, uh, Kirk and Steve knew each other from Post Media and when they decided to launch. And they've got a great set of complementary skills that when you put them together, um, they assembled an amazing team that allows us to be really cutting edge. You know, he's got us dipping our toes into TikTok and Spotify and all kinds of stuff now that my kids talk about, but I don't know enough to know enough, but he's got, you know, they've done the research and he's got younger guys on staff. So they keep making us relevant, which is awesome. Right. So wait, are you saying then that you're not on TikTok doing these dancing videos? Mm, no. <laughs> I think the last time I ended up on TikTok, it was one of my kids' parties and I was doing a the Nene, whatever, Bob and Nene shipment, whatever, I forget what that dance was. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, now, I'm not that guy. Now, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bribe Kirk to see that video. You know that for sure, right? Yeah. It's not pretty, but I did it. I took a little practice. So, you know, speaking of relevant. Whip and you know, Nene, and, that's it. The Whip and Nene, that was it. There you go. Oh, now I'm definitely going to pay somebody to see that video. Um, you know, talking about being relevant, and again, you know, obviously within the franchise uh, industry, things change constantly. How has you know, if you can talk about the the digital impact, you know, how has that changed your business model over the years? The digital industry and social media. It's it's really been huge for us because you know, while we're a huge brand, we're still a small network. Our, our franchisees are you know small business people living in local communities. Um, so, you know, we don't have a, a multi-billion dollar uh, budget. So social media and Facebook, I mean, Reshift has this great parent-child Facebook technology that allows us to cascade content out that's good and professional and controlled so that our stores look proper and that everything's good. And they've kept us on top of it. They, they helped us to design our app. So we've got a UPS store loyalty, get more app, and they keep pushing us to make that app bigger and better every year. Um, it's kind of nice. I mean, I'm, I'm good at a lot of things, but that's not my specialty. So I understand it when they pitch it to me, 
but right. I didn't have enough time to spend to research it. And that's that's what they do. They really complement and grow our marketing department to make sure that we're maximizing our franchisees' advertising dollars and making sure that we reach clients in a timely manner. Because, you know, we're not like washers and dryers where I can decide to put them on sale at 40% off. And, you know, your washing machine has been making noise, but it doesn't really need to be replaced. But what the hell, it's Black for Black Friday or Cyber Monday. So it's a good time. So you're going <laughs> to do that. If you've got to ship something, it's because you got to ship something. If you need to print something, it's because you need to print something. It doesn't matter how good the price is. I can't get you to print next month's menu today because you don't know what it's going to be yet right so you know deep digging into that a little further how has covid impacted the franchise model and specifically for for you guys at the ups store canada well you know for us first off uh, very early on we were labeled as a, an essential service so that was a complete game changer for us um, in the first seven to 10 days, my franchisees were not happy because they wanted to know why they weren't getting a vacation like everybody else. But then, you know, as the third week rolled around and we started to realize that this was significant, um, we are designated. I mean, we, were, we literally were there to help Canadians in, in small cities because they were displaced. They no longer had access to their office. They couldn't get stuff shredded. They couldn't get stuff printed. They couldn't get stuff sent. They couldn't do things. Um, maybe it's a business that all of a sudden didn't have warehouse staff. I mean, we did some of the craziest stuff. We shipped plexiglass uh, protective shields from Ontario into the U.S. for a very large American bank because they couldn't wow. find them. This company um, had laid off all their people and then they got this phone call out of the blue and they had the ability to do this. So they produced them and we went in, our franchisee went in and packed and shipped them for several weeks to the tune of, of millions of dollars. Right. So it was it was being responsive. Um, but a lot of it also like as as a management team, we were, you know, I was it was like a war room. I was watching the TV every 15 minutes for what the federal government was saying, what the Ontario government was saying, what the Quebec government was saying, what the maritime government was like, because everyone was was, you know, beating their own drum and deciding different ways. The franchisees had faith and trust that we were on top of that subject, sending out regular messaging to them that, you know, hey, this is what we need to do now. Uh, we created proper creative for them so that, you know, only two people in the store at a time, six foot distance, masks required, all the rest of that stuff. They didn't have to worry about that. We took care of that for them. In fact, we actually shipped plexiglass uh, dividers or separators to all the stores. Um, wow. so they didn't have to worry about where to source it, where to get it. We cut deals with a couple of manufacturers to get the disinfectant and the wipes and all the rest of that stuff. So, you know, someone that's working independently had to figure out all that plus figure out how to keep the lights on. Right. They just had to figure out how to keep the lights on. We took care of, of that other part for them. And that's again, being in business for yourself, but not by yourself. We did that part of the lift for them. They just had to make sure that they stayed safe, stayed healthy. And I'm very happy to say that we had no major issues in any of our stores with any customers or any staff. We did have some staff members that did contract COVID during the period of time, but most of it was as a result of having been out somewhere they probably shouldn't have been over the weekend. Right. Well, sounds like you've definitely been successful over the years. I think you said 360 locations across Canada. I think we're over 370 right now. We have a we just did a major program, which started just before COVID got slowed down. We have locations going into Walmart's. 
But, you know, again, it, it's team members like Reshift that help us keep our marketing and whether it be for franchise development or whether it be for in our products and services, you know, we've started doing shredding. We've started doing passport photos. So we've adapted to, to needs um, and they help us with all sorts of microsite pages and making sure that the franchisees can update the content so that if I have one store that does engineering, you know, printing, they can put that on their page. And they've made it so that all the coding that's required for them to be Google indexed is automatic. Like they've, they've taken that side of the lift. Uh, they're really that teammate for us. They're really that relationship that allows us to focus on what we do. They focus on what they do best. And as a team, that's how we, we get the trophy every year. Wow. My final question for you today now is I'd like you to get out your crystal ball for a moment. And with your 30 plus years in the franchise industry, what are your predictions for 2023? What, how will the industry look different or will it be different anyway? Well, so it's a bit of a, a loaded answer because uh, on top of everything else that I do, I'm actually the chairman of the board of directors for the Canadian Franchise Association. Franchising yep. has grown throughout COVID and we expect there to be continued growth. Um, I'm going to get slapped for this, but I think we're currently the 12th largest industry in Canada, 11th or 12th, and we expect to, to cross that 10 in the next couple of years. We're a major contributor to uh, GDP and small, small business in general, as everyone knows, is the backbone of the Canadian economy. And franchising is a major component of small business. So it's onwards and upwards. Um, you know, you can go to the Canadian Franchise Association, CFA.ca website. You can see all of the potential that's there. Um, and you can also find out more about Reshift because one of the things that did happen from our association is Reshift joined as a supplier for the Canadian Franchise Association. So they now work with actually a lot of franchise organizations because, you know, they've learned how to get that message across that, you know, we're here to help, that we're reliable, that it's a known brand, but a local provider. And people like that. People like to deal with individuals, right? We're, we're back at that age again, we're going face to face with somebody. And I want to be able to say that, Hey, you know, Dave's my guy. And you know, that's, you should go speak to him or Kirk's my guy or whatever it may be. So, sure. you know, it's like, I don't, I don't know podcasting that well, but now I know a guy. There you go. On that note, David, appreciate your time. Boys and girls, this was the one and only David Drucker, president of the UPS Store Canada. And sir, we will talk to you very soon. Thank you much, man. 